There's another true crime story. Elizabeth Balthry, Blood Countess, Part 2. Accusation. Investigation. Between 1602 and 1604, rumors of Balthry's atrocities had spread through the kingdom when Lutheran minister Istvan Magyari made complaints against her publicly and at the court in Vienna. The Hungarian authorities, after taking time to respond to Magyari's complaints, assigned Georgie Thurzold by King Matthias II in 1610 of, Palantine, of the Palatine in Hungary to investigate. <coughs> Thurzold ordered two notaries to collect evidence in March 1610. In 1610 and 1611, notaries collected testimony from more than 300 witnesses. Trial witnesses include testimony of four defendants and 13 witnesses. Priests, noblemen, and commoners were questioned. Witnesses included the Castellan and other personnel of Savar Castle. According to testimony, Balthier's initial victims were serving girls between 10 and 14 years, daughters of local peasants, many of whom were lured to catch teeth by offers of well-paid work as maids in service in the castle. Later, Elizabeth is said to have begun to kill daughters of lesser gentry who were sent to her gymnasium by their parents to learn courtly etiquette. Abductions were said to have occurred as well. The atrocities were described most consistent to include severe beatings, burning or mutilation of hands, biting the flesh off the faces, arms and other body parts, freezing or starving to death. The use of needles was also mentioned by collaborators in court. There were also suspected forms of torture carried out by Elizabeth. According to Budapest archives, the girls were burned with hot tongs and placed in freezing cold water. They were also coved in honey and live ants. Covered in honey and live ants. Elizabeth is also suspected of cannibalism. Some witnesses named relatives who died while at the gymnasium. Others reported having seen traces of torture on dead bodies, some buried in graveyards and other unmarked locations. Two court officials, Benedict DeSale and Jacob Zilvasi, claimed to personally witness the Countess torture and kill young servant girls. According to the testimony of the defendants, Elizabeth Baltery, tortured and killed her victims not only at Catch Teeth, but also on her properties in Savar, Nemet Krejator, Bratislava, Posny in Hungarian, and Vienna, and elsewhere in addition to defendants. Several people were named for supplying Elizabeth Baltery with young women, procured either by deception or by force. Arrest It is said that Thurzo arrived at Catch Teeth Castle on December 30, 1610 and caught Baltery in the act. Thurzel said Baltry and four servants were, who were accused of being her accomplices, Dor- Dorotea Simtez, Ilona Joe, Katarina Benica, and Janos Uchveri, Ibus or Aiko, Fickel. Thurzel's men reportedly found one girl dead and one dying another, and another woman wounded while others were locked up. The Countess was put under house arrest. While it believed that Baltry was caught in the act of torture, there is little evidence to support this. Thurzel made declaration of Baltry's guests and village people that he caught her red-handed. Baltry was arrested and detained prior to the discovery or presentation of the victims. It seems likely that the idea of Thurzel discovering Baltry covered in blood has been embellished by fictional accounts. 
There's a debated proceedings with Elizabeth's son Paul and two of her sons-in-law. A trial and execution would have caused a public scandal and disgraced the noble and influential family, which at the time ruled Transylvania. And Elizabeth's considerable property would have been seized by the crown. Thurzo's along, Thurzo, along with Paul and her two sons-in-law, originally planned for Elizabeth to be spirited away to a nunnery, but as accounts of the daughters of the lesser nobility spread, it was agreed that Elizabeth Balthry should be kept under strict house arrest and that further punishment should be avoided. King Matthias urged Thurzo to bring Elizabeth to trial and suggested she be sentenced to death, but Thurzo successfully convinced the king that such an act would adversely affect nobility. Thurzo's motivation for such intervention is debated by scholars. It was decided that Matthias would not have to repay his large debt to Elizabeth. Trial. Two trials were held in the wake of Balthry's arrest. The first was held on January 2, 1611, and the second on January 7, 1611. Dozens of witnesses and survivors, possibly up to 35 a day, testified. All but one of the countesses suffers testified against her. In addition to testimony, the court examined skeletons and cadaver parts found as evidence. The exact number of Elizabeth Baltry's victims are unknown, even with contemporary estimates differing greatly. During the trial, Dorothea, Sentis, and Fickle reported 36 and 37 victims, respectively, during their service with Elizabeth. The other defendants, Ilona, Joe, and Katerina Benica, estimated a number of 50 or even higher. Several Savar Castle personnel estimated the number of bodies removed from the castle around 100 to 200. A servant who spoke at the trial as a, as a witness was said to have provided a list of more than 650 names, allegedly in Balthry's own handwriting. The number 650 could not be proven. The official remained at 80, while the location of diaries is unknown. 32 letters written by Balthry are stored in the Hungarian State Archives in Budapest. Prison and Death Balthry was imprisoned in Kachji's castle and placed in solitary confinement, kept bricked in a set of rooms with only a small slits left open for ventilation and passing food. Elizabeth remained there for four years until her death on the evening of August 21, 1614, when Balthry complained to her bodyguard that her hands were cold. He replied, It's nothing, mistress, just go lie down. She went to sleep and was found dead the following morning. Elizabeth was buried in the church of Ketchtis on November 25, 1614. According to sources of villagers uproar, however, having the blood countess buried in their cemetery, she was moved to her birth home at Exed, where it was interred at the Beltry family crypt. The location of body day is unknown. Ketchtis church or Ketchtis castle does not bear any markings of her grave. Reputation Several authors like Laszlo Nagy and Dr. Irma Jadexi Cardas argued that Elizabeth III was a victim of conspiracy. Nagy argues that proceedings against Baltry was largely politically motivated, possibly due to her extensive wealth and ownership of large areas of land in Hungary, escalating after her, the death of her husband. Theory has it that Hungarian histor history during that time include, includes religious and political conflicts relating to wars with the Ottoman Empire, the spread of Protestantism, Protestantism and the extension of Habsburg power over Hungary. Counter arguments against this theory include the investigation into Beltry's crimes was sparked by complaints from a Lutheran minister, Istvan Magyari. This does not contribute to the notion of a Catholic Habsburg plot against the Protestant Beltry. 
Although religious tension is still a possible source of conflict as Balthier has raised Calvinists, not Lutheran. To support Balthier's innocence, testimony involved 300 witnesses and physical evidence collected by inve investigators have either addressed or disputed. That evidence included numerous bodies of dead and dying girls found when the castle was entered by Thurzo. Jadecki Cardas argues the physical evidence was exaggerated and Thurzo misrepresented the dead and wounded patients as victims of Baltry, as disgracing her would greatly benefit his political state ambitions. Folklore and popular culture Elizabeth Baltry's case inspired many stories during the 18th and 19th centuries, the most common being that of a countess bathing in her victim's blood to retain beauty and her youth. This legend appeared in print for the first time in 1729 in a Jesuit scholar Lazo tragic historia, the first written account of Baltry case. The story came into question in 1817 when witness accounts, which surfaced about 1765, were published for the first time. They included no reference to blood baths. In his book, Hungary and translated published in 1850, John Pat described supposed origins of Belgium's bloodbathing, despite the account seems to be more a fictionalized account of oral history. It is difficult to know how accurate his account is. Statistic pleasure seems to be a more plausible motive for Elizabeth Belgium's crimes. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.